0: Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy Podcast. A place for anybody and everybody who wants to become the best versions of themselves. Your story doesn't make you who you are. It is the rest of your story. Who you choose to be. You can write a story about who you've been and you can write a story about who you are now. But you can also write a story about who you could be. It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Look into your heart and see what it is that you truly want. You have to take possession of your life. You must be the master of your own kingdom. Welcome to the Warrior Growth Academy podcast, where we go on a journey of discovering who we truly are and want to become through ancient and modern wisdom, philosophies, and stories. As human beings, we are quite complex creatures. We try to keep ourselves in control, but then we have moments where we seem to be uncontrollable, whether it's in sadness or anger or any other dark emotion. Let's try to understand this through the eyes of Carl Jung and what should we do to find and live in our life? good morning or afternoon or evening. So it all started this whole, let's say, reflection that I had and also the ideas that I wanted to share with you. A few days ago, I went to this conference with Frédéric Lenoir, who's a French author and sociologist and philosopher. And basically, he talked for about two hours mainly about the approach and the key ideas of Carl Jung, who was, in a way, one of the fathers of psychology. He was a psychoanalysist. He was a friend and also a student of Freud. And basically, he devoted his whole life to better understanding human beings, why we do what we do, how we think, etc. During his talk, Frédéric Lenoir, Obviously, there was a lot of ideas and takeaways, but I wanted to highlight mainly one and actually two in today's episode. According to Jung, the ultimate goal of each human is to go from an unconscious being to a conscious one and basically to reveal and to become completely yourself in that process. So to put it in my own words, we come to this earth, especially obviously when you are a kid, when you are young and our behavior and our actions are not really conscious. We are in a way kind of this ball bouncing between walls, meaning we try to blend with the crowd when we are at school in order to be accepted and in order to be cool with the other kids. Also, at another stage, when we are younger, we follow the authority of our parents most of the time, maybe not always, but that's kind of our direction. That's kind of our north star in life, right? You rely on your parents to kind of guide you through this moment of your life. So in a way, they tell you what it is to be a good kid, how to behave in public, how to do your homework, how to behave at home, when to go to sleep, etc. And then even at a young adult age, you start kind of your career, for most of us, you start working and you again kind of follow the mass and try to blend in, try to be accepted by others by basically doing the same things and following the directives, not only of your parents, but also from what your teachers told you and also, in a way, society. So that's why a lot of, let's say, 23, 24 years olds, that's kind of when you get your first apartment. That's where you get your first serious job. That's where you become, quote unquote, an adult and you do things on your own. But that's basically what pretty much everyone around you are doing. So now coming back to that ultimate goal of life, according to Jung, is to now start to discover what is hidden in that unconscious. Start to discover who you truly are, not just, in a way, a number in society, not just a follower, not just a sheep of what everyone else is doing, and start to take actions, and also to bring to your awareness your subconscious, your patterns, your thoughts, your beliefs, etc. An interesting side point before we continue on that path of uncovering who we truly are and discovering our light is what Frederick mentioned, and I also already heard it somewhere else, is the term and the word persona. It obviously sounds very similar to person or to personality. So we could almost say that, well, this is who I am, right? This is kind of the accumulations of all your actions and what people think of you and what you think of yourself. This is me. This is the person that I am. This is the personality that I have. But the origin of the word persona were masks in ancient Latin or Greece, or at least it's a Latin word. In the old times, the persona was the mask that the actors used on stage during theatrical plays in order to make clear the character they were playing. So if they were the evil one, well, the mask would be obviously evil looking. If they were happy, the mask in front of their face, literally physically a mask, would be with a big smile and big bright eyes, etc. So now bringing it back to today's reality, we all in different moments or points, most of us, if not all of us, have personas. It doesn't mean you're fake. You go to your job and you are kind of let's say, acting more professionally. You don't show up exactly the same at a job interview as you show up at your friends group. So basically, you have different personas in different environments. Now, the reason why I brought this word and this example is that the most important part of finding your true self and moving into your light which is in a way a metaphor and at the same time not really a metaphor because it is a concept used by Carl Jung who's the father of archetypes where your good quote-unquote actions are your light side and your bad actions or thoughts or patterns are your shadow side but basically, the goal of realizing your personas is on one end being conscious of them and also being able to take them off. Just like a mask, just like an actor after the play, they take off their mask and they can for a moment or for the rest of the day or for the rest of their life, they can be literally themselves. They're not playing a role, but it's a conscious decision because so many of us in today's world, we are not even conscious that we have those masks. So as soon as someone, for example, questions your professionalism, you feel that your core, your deep inside personality, your person is under attack. And the same could be true for your political or religious opinions. If this is something that you feel is a part of you and that is internalized, the result of that could be that if someone questions that, is as if they were questioning your whole existence, your whole being. But in reality, it is just A part of you. It is either a mask or just a part of you, just as we all have opinions and preferences. But if someone again questions or attacks one of your opinions, ideally you don't want to feel threatened. You don't want to feel not accepted just because of someone else not understanding or not agreeing with that opinion. Okay, now back to finding your light, aka your true self. What Jung says is that you must go through your shadow in order to find your light. And when Frédéric said that on stage, I imagined a silhouette. And in front of that silhouette is a source of light. And you are behind that silhouette, even if In that metaphor, the silhouette is you. So it's kind of almost as you were looking at yourself outside of yourself. I hope I didn't lose you with that. So you're seeing the silhouette. There's the huge, beautiful light in front. But between that silhouette and you is the shadow created by the light. So for you, the eyes or the you looking at yourself from the back... For you to get to that light, you will pass first by the shadow and then in a way enter the silhouette and see the light, right? And of course, keep in mind, these are general terms and also obviously psychology theories. So this is not the only way to explain the human being. This is not scientifically proven, but of course, we get to pick and choose what theories and what people, whether in philosophy or in psychology, we want to hear about how they see the world. We want to kind of take in their theories and their learnings and also that fit how we want to see the world. So logically, we would choose philosophies and theories that empower us and that give us hope in the world and in ourselves. Otherwise, you could find some theories and some ideas that are completely negative about everything and still say that this is true. There is proof of those concepts and then live with those, but that would make you miserable. So again, this is a matter of what do we choose to believe in and also what fits what kind of world we want to see. So coming back to that shadow, what that means is these are the patterns, the thoughts, even the actions that are kind of evil, that are dark, and that a lot of us actually know that everyone in the world has. He gave the other day the example of the mother that at some point wants to literally just kill her kid because the kid is uncontrollable and she can't take it anymore. It doesn't mean she's a bad mom. It doesn't mean obviously she will kill the kid, but these are just thoughts that come up because we are human And also without diving too deep in that, but good wouldn't exist without evil. That's why we have all those polarities of good and evil, of health and sickness. We wouldn't appreciate being healthy if we got never sick. We wouldn't appreciate kindness if nobody would ever be mean to us. So these things are not only needed, but literally one doesn't exist without the other. Anyways, to not get too philosophical about this, the goal of today's message is that we have first to even be conscious, to bring to our consciousness, our awareness that we have those dark patterns and thoughts, the shadow of our personality. That's the first stage. Then that's most probably the most hard part is that we have to accept it. We have to accept that we are not perfect. We have to accept that we could, we would be able to hurt, to do some damage to someone else. This is part of the human experience. But then the most important step is that we have to move in the direction of improving ourselves, of choosing more often our light side. And that only can happen when we bring to the awareness and we accept that we have a dark side to ourselves. Just to give you an example in the archetypal world and which archetypes, I think, as I mentioned, were created by Carl Jung, the archetype of the warrior, the dark side, the shadow side, is just to paint a clear picture of violent, arrogant person that picks fights in bars that just wants to prove that they are stronger than others, etc. So it is a very, quote-unquote, violent energy. On the other side, the light side of the warrior is a person that is disciplined, a person that goes through challenges and that is relentless, that has courage to face the hardships of life, that is determined to reach their mission or their goals. And the idea, for example, if let's say you are in the shadow side is not just to try to control the impulses of those situations when you are out and some people test you and you just try to control your impulses of punching someone in the face is using that energy. One, again, accepting that it is part of you, that you are capable of doing those things. So realizing, bringing awareness and accepting, but then channeling and using that energy, that personality trait to do good for yourself and around you. That means the goal is not to control your impulses, but to redirect and to use that warrior energy for your goals, to better yourself, to go through challenges. And of course, I'm not going to get into the details, but maybe one of the reasons why that person would have those kind of problems with violence is because they don't have any goals. They don't know where to put that energy. So it comes out in the wrong moments and in the wrong way. So of course, there is some digging to do. There is some understanding and strategizing to do. But to put simply, the goal is not to erase or to ignore that shadow side. Is to realize it, bring it to awareness, then to accept it, and then to redirect it to something good and positive. On this, I wish you a beautiful, light, and bright day, and I will see you at the next episode of the Warrior Growth Academy podcast. An educated person is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated person is one who has so developed the faculties of their mind That they may acquire anything they want. It is important to draw wisdom from many different places. If we take it from only one place, it becomes rigid and stale. Understanding others, the other elements, and the other nations will help you become whole. Step by step, the student is being brought together with himself to the point where he catches up with his own inner being. can't accept it completely and that is you see the most difficult thing to do to accept oneself completely but because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are we're totally locked into a physical world and we let things outside of us control us 95 percent of the population are reacting to life they're not really living at all and it's very important that you realize that your evolution your your journey through this incredible thing is nothing to do with anyone else and you can't live your life the way your mummy and daddy want you to live it or the way the people at the office say you gotta live it or the way society says you gotta live it you gotta live it for yourself